Welcome to Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. To my left is Shane Bishop, and my name is Mike Wooten. We're happy to have you join us. This is where we talk about all things in culture, leadership, and much more. We're here to help you navigate the changes that you are going through. This is episode two, the second part of a look at what happy people do, and the content is based on a blog from Shane called 12 Things I See Happy People Do. Are you ready for this, Shane? Did you feel kind of clever when you used happy, like in the first sentence? We're happy you've joined us because I felt a little energy in was that. It, yeah, that's why I looked at you. I liked it. Yeah, I <laughs> like, like it because like you was, felt, yeah, you hit that like one that hard. That was really Pitch, something, boom. Really yeah, I something like special. It. That took a lot of time. I like it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It, it was well worth it. Yeah, definitely. Shane, recent research has said that only 33% of Americans surveyed said that they were actually happy. And the premise of this is comes from your blog that many people honestly believe that happiness is just a lucky bounce, a sunny disposition, or a favorable circumstance. But what you'd like to say is that happiness is a choice. Let me quickly recap the six things we've gone through so far that happy people do. First, happy people focus on what they have, not on what they don't. They question the sources of their expectations. They are generous. They remember happiness is not a destination. If they don't like their lives, they change it. And finally, happy people slow down. If you want to learn any more, bit more from those points, please go back to our first podcast. Are you ready, Shane? I am ready to go. You know, Mike, when I wrote this particular piece uh, called 12 Things I See Happy People Do, it was anecdotal in nature. I've been observing people for years and years and years, and I just kind of focused on happy people and characteristics. Yeah of happy people. One of the things that's really surprised me, I guess, obviously, the amount of people who've read this, we're close to 4 million now, has surprised me. But the other thing is how much hate mail I've gotten uh, online <laughs> yeah. in response. I mean, suggesting that people could actually be happy seems to really rile some people up. Would you consider those as happy people? No, I would think <laughs> that uh, I seem to be something that gives unhappy yeah. people career-ending stomach cramps. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder if they were a bunch of Chicago Cubs fans because you do have a St. Louis Cardinals hat. That could have been picture. part of the source of unhappiness. Did they say like Cubby Bear in their no, handle? You know, I did get a few people comment on the hat. Did. I did. I did get a few yeah. people comment on the hat. Either people saying, yeah, way to go, or giving me some grace. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For number seven, here we go. Happy people, they realize that there are no shortcuts. Shane, there, Seth Gooden, a popular author, says that things that look like shortcuts are actually detours disguised as less work. <laughs> people, there's no real shortcuts in life. There's no real shortcuts in happiness, are there? Yeah, if, if you were honestly disappointed that you didn't win the billion-dollar Powerball, you're just not getting it. You know, you want to you wanna achieve, get your education Work hard, put in the hours, pursue your dreams, save, give. Stuff like that's what yep. gets you ahead. Yep. There aren't shortcuts uh, to success. And I think people who don't, who can't kind of grab onto that fact is that they try to find some other way to do it. There's no magic pill that's automatically going to give you happiness. And something that we said earlier is that you have to kind of embrace the journey that's in front of you. And that as you embrace that journey, you're going to be able to find happiness. All right, the next thing that you see happy people do is that they stop feeling entitled. There's no entitlement with happy people, Shane. Yeah, nobody owes you anything. I think it's a great place to start. Just assume you're not going to get any help. No one is going to give you an inheritance. (laughs) Nobody's going to give you a break. 
Nobody's yeah. going to give you a second chance. Just assume all of those things and then just go make your life happen. Yeah. And then if anything happens better than that, and mm-hmm. I want to suggest it probably will, yeah. then it becomes bonus, but you can't chart a path for life based on other people making yeah. that path for you. Again, we have to take control of that, of our future and of our own happiness. Number nine, think significance is what you said happy people do. Think significance. What do you think, or excuse me, what do you uh, mean by that? I just mean simply leaving the world better than you found it. Okay. You know, when I think about significance, <coughs> excuse me, I, I think about people who, who feel that their lives really matter yeah. are the happiest people I've ever met. If you ask somebody, what is your life's mission? What are you doing to make the world a better place? Yeah. Happy people often can answer it like that. Mm-hmm. They just have that piece down because what they think about is significance, not just success. Success can make you money, but significance, I really believe, gets us into the purpose for which we yeah. were created. Now, there is an argument, you know, can you, be, can you have greater significance if that's built on success? And I would argue yes. Okay. If you're successful yeah. first, yeah. it's easier to be significant mm-hmm. on the other side of that. I'm not saying these things are mutually exclusive properties. Sure. I think one can build on the other. But I can tell you this, if you're a successful person, if you start shifting your mindset from yeah. success to significance, like a lot of great American philanthropists have mm. done over the years, sure. I think that's where happiness is found. Yeah, I think, you know, there's arguments to be made that everyone is really looking towards significance, but they don't really have maybe the skills to have a successful life. Uh, Sometimes when I hear people piping off on social media or just saying what they're saying, I think they just want to be heard. I think they might want to make a difference, but they're just so emotionally charged. All it does is turn people off. Yeah. Yeah, so. How how do you, (coughs) significance has to answer, uh, how does what I have the, the gifts I have, the position I am in, yeah. how can that help make the world a better place? And then how can I present that so that people can hear it? I think a lot of times people come in and they're radiating at such a high frequency, they yeah. just bust everybody's eardrums. Right. And I don't know hardly anybody that responds well to that. And then, yeah. and then they end up running into somebody who's radiating at a high frequency who thinks yeah. differently than them. Yes. And then, so, then terrible things happen. Right. That's not what we're talking about. I'm just talking about significance in the sense we can't do everything, mm-hmm. and we can't, but we can all do something. Yeah. Find your something. Yes. Leverage your success into making a difference in the world, wherever that is, and you're going to be a happier person. Absolutely. Another important part of happiness is forgiveness. Forgiveness. It's one of the hardest things we have to do, but it's one of the things that really help our lives to keep going. We need forgiveness every day, Shane, but what have you noticed in the midst of, uh, what is it that happy people have this forgiveness factor? I think happy people realizing that forgiving those who have hurt us breaks their power over us. You see, if somebody's hurt you and you spend about 22 and a half hours a day ruminating that through your head, they still have power over you. And so when you truly forgive, it breaks their power. Forgiving yourself or your failures or where you've hurt others, I think, puts you in a great place for future success. We as Christian people, we believe that God forgives us. We believe that we can, uh, through the life, death, and resurrection of Christ, that we can have 
absolute forgiveness for our sins. The Bible says that our sins are washed away. So I think as we ask people who uh, ask those that, that we've hurt to forgive us, I think we make restitution where we can. We forgive those who have hurt us. And then I think it puts us in a great position to move on. If you don't forgive, you're always trying to drive forward, looking out your side view mirror, and yeah. things are always closer than they right. appear. You got to get distance. Like you said, spending 22 hours a day, uh, you know, uh, dealing with that is such an energy drain. It is. It just sidetracks your entire life or pulls you off road. Unforgiveness also, can be a parasite. I mean, it just can be truly parasitic. It robs you mm. of the things that give you life. And yeah. so when you feed that parasite, yeah. you're, just, you're just inviting it. You know, you're building it a house yeah. and providing air conditioning for it, giving yeah. it snacks. Yeah. That's not what you want to do. But forgiveness also just needs to be a part of our everyday life. Everyday long relationships are a part. Forgiveness has to be a part of that That's as right. well. Um, you know, I heard of a couple one time saying that we never fight, we never fight, we never fight. And I kind of thought to myself, well, there's something missing there because there's just conflict that happens in relationships and forgiveness needs to be a part of it. It's not about intentionally harming someone, but forgiveness is important to keep relationships uh, moving forward. And Mike, I've looked at couples who have happy marriages, you know, over 50, 60 years that have done this for the long term. And the difference I see in their life as opposed to people that didn't yeah. is the ability to forgive. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has bad times. Everybody has failures. If you can forgive, truly forgive people, yeah. uh, you put yourself in great positions to have long-term and meaningful relationships. Yes. And you put yourself in a great position for happiness because that's a part of happiness. Absolutely. Another thing you've seen happy people do, you've noticed that they have a great attitude by choice, not by disposition. What do you mean, Shane? Just taking authority over our minds. You know, the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear or, or timidity, mm -hmm. but of power, love, and, and a sound mind or self-discipline. Yes. And, and I think we have to discipline our minds. Uh, part of discipline in our minds is just choosing what we feed into them. Yes. You know, if you're watching a bunch of crap on television or, or cable and you're putting a lot of <laughs> yeah. negativity yeah. and demonic stuff in your yeah. head, no wonder you're a mess. Yeah. So guarding our minds is, is an important part of that. But I just thought about take, taking authority over our minds. And so I think happy people choose to have a great attitude. Uh, people sometimes will say to me, man, you seem to be in a good mood today. And I'll always respond. I made my mind up on that right. before I got out of bed. You know, controlling our feelings is easier said than done. And I do think that some of us just need some tricks to do it. For instance, if you're really mad in a relationship, maybe it's your spouse or somewhere else. Sometimes if you can't control yourself right then, uh, or if you're having a bad attitude right then, you need to take a 15-minute time out yeah. and just get away. There's nothing wrong with that. And I do think even with Christian people sometimes, they think that fruit of the Spirit is just going to come in every situation, yeah. self-control, love. And sometimes we got to go out and walk. Sometimes we have to go out and pray. I think that's an important part of taking control. And it gets back to self-discipline. Part of that is just being able to self-manage. <laughs> just just understand yeah. yourself yeah. well enough to realize I'm I, we're fussing right now. And nothing good <coughs> is going to happen if I just keep turning this up. Just call a little time out. <coughs> Coming back yeah. later makes some good sense to me. I love this final point of your blog about what happy people, what you see them do. It is speak life. I think so. our words are so powerful. Yeah. How we use them, how we speak to one another, how we can uplift people. Words are powerful. What do you mean by speaking life? 
Well, well, think about this. The Bible teaches that the heavens and the earth were created with words. God said, and there was. Words are powerful things. Think about words that have been spoken to you negatively throughout your life that you just can't seem to get out of your head. You'll never amount to anything. Everything Mm. you do is wrong. Those words are a powerful thing. So I'm just going to say that when we speak and if we choose words that uplift and a courage and bring positive energy to situations, I'm going to say that not only, I'm going to say not only does it make us happy to speak those words, but we create an environment of happiness. We create an environment where happiness can thrive by the words that we speak. Absolutely. Shane, we're going to be closing up shop here. Do you have any final words about your blog overall or just what you see happy people do? Well, the final words about my blog is when I started writing, I decided not to monetize my writing. So I make nothing (laughs) off of my blogs, unlike a lot of people. And because I always told people, this is something I want to be free. It's something I just want to give away. And then that one blog just goes nuts and like 4 million people read it. Mike, now I feel like a total idiot. (laughs) You know, I'm sitting there thinking, what in the world was I thinking? No, in all seriousness, happy people are human air fresheners. They're just human air fresheners, man. You just walk around a happy person and it just smells good. And in a stinky world, (laughs) I think we need all the human air fresheners that we can get. Amen. Hey, we are glad that you could join us on Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think. What does it mean when someone you? subscribes to a podcast? My God, I, seriously, I don't know how to do There's that. There's a button there on whenever you are uh, re- listening to this con- uh, podcast, you should be able to have a button that literally says subscribe. Okay. And you press that button, and then it will keep coming into your podcast feed. All right. So that means when we do something and it's released, it'll, yeah. it'll show up automatically. You don't subscribe to any podcast? No. Do you listen to any podcast? No, not <laughs> particularly after listening to ours. It, yeah. it makes me redoubled in the fact I'm never going to listen to a podcast. <laughs> well, if you'd like to hear more from Shane, go which to is Shane likely, Fisher. right? Yeah. Dot yeah. com. Rev, you want to hear more from me? Go to RevMikeWoo.com. Woo. Woo.com. Dot com. And you can find And us we make no money media. off of any of this. I mean, even no. if seven million people would listen to this, we yeah. don't make a cent. We would, would we still be happy? I would. Yeah, I would too. still be happy because yeah. my happiness isn't wrapped up in this podcast, which no, I feel like is one good. of the best decisions <laughs> I've ever made in my entire life. I would agree. I'm glad you had low expectations. Yeah, now you can go back to your kind of that voice you use when you give the, the trailer. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think I'm just kind of hosting. I don't know. No, I like it. You got a certain voice though that's not normal. You kind of roll into it. It's kind of a host voice. So just jump. We got. I see you actually wrote out a paragraph. Mike writes stuff out. I just kind of say what comes to me. So uh, go right ahead, Mike. Finish this. Close. Close it big though. We want a little energy. Okay. Here. Are you ready? No. Here we go. Thank you for joining us, and make sure that you keep the change. How was that? Uh, it, was, it was, I don't know, I feel like it felt forced since I brought it up, so I consider it to be my fault. Okay, I'll let you take the blame. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>